Hello there. Welcome back to Star Wars in a Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And today we have an extremely special episode. Before that, um, we want to talk about something that we haven't gotten to talk about much on this show. We've gotten to talk about it a little bit on other shows, but um, Jacob, before we get into our stuff today, um, let's talk a little bit about Celebration, because we never got a chance to talk about Celebration uh, on our show before, but we were at Star Wars Celebration on Saturday and Sunday. If you watched um, the Nerd Academy podcast streams, we were on it for a little bit. I was also on a stream the other day with um, good friends of the show, uh, Broaxium, uh, talking about Celebration. Uh, it was phenomenal. If you've seen any of our posts on Twitter, you know that we had the the biggest kick out of Celebration, and it was so incredible. Jacob, do you want to talk about some of your favorite parts of Celebration? Oh, yeah. It was just, I had the best time ever. It was so much fun. Um, I think just being around so many Star Wars fans is really special, you know? The atmosphere that that creates, the, the sense of camaraderie and friendliness and everyone, you know, we know why we're there. It, just everyone coming together around this shared passion that has, I, I think, really, really profoundly shaped and changed and influenced uh, many people's lives, my included. Um, it was a really, really special experience. And then on top, and then on top of that, to be able to to meet and and chat with um, some of my biggest podcasting uh, heroes, you know, Pink Milk, Alden Diaz, um, Alex and Molly. Um, Alex and Molly Damon from Star Wars Explained. Um, that was just like meeting people like that and, and seeing those panels, you know, try out of the force as well. Um, it was just so much fun. Um, I, I really had a good time. Um, oh yes. Uh, also talking to, um, talking to, uh, Meg Dowell and DeVore of the Lord of larger view of the force. That was good as well. Super exciting to meet them. You know, some of the first people that we kind of connected yeah. with. We had space. we had so many things we were, were crazy about celebration. We had like again explaining our entire journey on celebration takes longer than an hour in and of itself to explain. Um, but no, I I am surrounded in this room. I have new stuff for my set. You know, I got three Funko Pops. Jacob was worried about me buying too many <laughs> Funko Pops at one point, but um, which is unreasonable except for the idea that is totally reasonable. Uh, here's Grievous right here. I got a Grievous Funko Pop. I got. I waited like 40 minutes just for this uh, Vader Funko Pop right here. It's Celebration exclusive, but it doesn't look that it. I mean, like it looks like Darth Vader. Yeah. Like I have another Darth Vader over there, and they look exactly the same. Except like you never have too many Darth Vaders. I, I I know that this one I got is uh, Celebration, and then of course my my precious precious boy, uh, Cobb Vanth. Right that here. Cobb, that Cobb Vanth one is pretty nice. Yeah, um, I, I put it front and center. Put it front and center. Um, you know, alongside Herman Luke and Ben and Ray, and I also have over here my, I was showing this off uh, the other night, but my Shadow of the Sith poster signed by Mr. Adam Christopher. This is coming out this month, and I'm so incredibly thrilled about it. It is going to be one of the greatest Star Wars novels ever released, and I talked yeah. to um, author Adam Christopher about how much I loved uh, The Best Dune Boy, um, and he told me there was going to be some good... Apparently, the expanded cover, the expanded cover of this is all like the back cover of this is also going to is going to have Ochi on it, and like he teased some good Ochi content in Shadow of the Sith, which is great, <laughs> which I love. Um, no, I had a, everything Jacob said. I 
will totally repeat. Uh, I had a blast. It was mind-blowing to see these creators and see people just all there celebrating Star Wars. Um, you know, like, this opportunity that we had to uh, see everyone and meet Star Wars fans and talk about things and all the news we got. We got so much news. Um, if you want to uh, hear exactly what news we got, we're not a news show. No shade to those who are. Um, in fact, major props to those who are, which is basically the reason we're not a news show, is because there are so many people who do them. Um, and who could do them better than us. Um, but yeah, no, check, check out the Nerd Academy podcast, check out the Bomb Adcast, check out uh, Star Wars Explained, check out Force Toast Star Wars Happy Hour. I'm sure we'll do coverage of all the Celebration news. It's fantastic. We're going to eat well in 2022 and 2023 for Star Wars. But um, other than that, Jacob, do you want to get on to the meat of the episode? Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, so today we are going to be talking about our top 15 Clone Wars episodes. And I believe we're doing a, we're going to be constructing a tier list of we are, arcs. We are going to do this. This is our official Star Wars, the Clone Wars retrospective. This is our season 10 finale officially. Um, we did our like individual uh, retrospective for just uh, season seven um, last week. But no, this is our actual, this is our full Clone Wars retrospective. This is looking back on the past two years of content that we've done um, and just examining some things. So, Jacob, which one do you want to do first? Uh, do you want to do top 15 or do you want to do, do the arcs first? Uh, let's talk about our top 15. Um, Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's go. Let, uh, let's go. Let's, 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 let's exchange off. Uh, go with your 15th first. So, my 15th is the lost ones <laughs> oh that's right. great the lost ones um i had some confusion because i was i was right up until the last minute scrambling to figure out my list because there are just so many episodes and i really couldn't make up my mind the lost ones i think is an incredible episode i i i will try not to harp too much on peeling back the layers but this episode does that very well it, it certainly does um i really like how they kind of are uncovering um, the the shady dealings of the past, you know, Sifo Dyas, everything around him coming to light, um, and the Jedi kind of realize what's happening, but it's too late, um, and which is really interesting to me. And uh, just an incredible episode, also incredible, incredible lightsaber duel, Anakin, Obi Wan, Dooku, going at it. Um, get some Plo Koon action as well in there. Always love to see Plo Koon. So yeah, this is just an incredible episode. The lost one, yeah, absolutely. Uh, great episode. Uh, my 15 is the 16th episode of season 3 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. That is Altar of Mortis. Ooh. Altar of Mortis. Um, this is the drama episode of the Mortis arc. The other two are like basically what happens before this and what happens after this. This is all where all the drama shit happens. Where the daughter dies. Where the son goes batshit. Um, where... You know, we see all these dramatic revelations where Ahsoka's poisoned by his dark side poison, and we get that dramatic duel between Anakin Obi Wan and Ahsoka, which is just beautiful. Um, all the symbolism of this episode is just awesome, and I cannot be a huge, a bigger fan of Mortis. So it's only natural that Alter of Mortis clocks in at fifteen. What about fourteen? My number fourteen spot is the Lawless. Obviously, it's a heart-wrenching episode um, for Obi-Wan, for Satine, also for, for, for Savage and Maul. Um, 
And I think really that one, two punch is what makes this story so great is we have, although it is absolutely gut wrenching, you have the conclusion of the Obi-Wan and Satine story. And you have the conclusion of the Savage and Maul story in the Clone Wars all in one. It's an incredible episode. There's amazing, there's an amazing duel, amazing action, um, but also just emotionally, the characters, you know, the dynamics, it's it's incredible. Um, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about this episode, to be honest. Great. Uh, my number 14, to a surprise, in a surprise to absolutely no one, Ghosts of Mortis. Ooh. Ghost of the Mortis, the final episode of the Mortis arc. Um, you know, Anakin's, uh, as I put in my Clone Wars playlist, running with the devil a little bit. He's going to the dark side. You know, it's it's Obi-Wan and Ahsoka versus Anakin, and Anakin has that incredible vision of what he becomes. And it's... And, and the open to interpretation at the end, and just the way this arc wraps up is just truly beautiful, and I love it. Um, I said a lot of what I was going to say about ghosts in Alter, so I'm just going to pass it over to Jacob for number 13. All right. Number 13, Sacrifice, the conclusion of Yoda's story in the Clone Wars. It is an amazing episode. I love all the visions, the conclusion of this final desperate truth-seeking journey that he goes on, where... Like like many people in the Clone Wars, he finds out kind of what's going on, but it's uh it's just a little bit too late, and there's not much he can do. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like we we see a lot of Yoda in the Clone Wars, but we rarely get to focus on him as a person, as a character. We rarely get to focus on, you know, what he feels, diving into his experiences. Um, and and I love that here. I also love in this arc how he uh, basically recruits Anakin to um, help break him out of the uh, break him out of the medical center. I think that's an amazing scene as well. Um, so yeah, I really love it. I love this episode. I love what it does for Yoda. It's fantastic. Um, Jacob, do you have any guesses for what's my thirteenth favorite Clone Wars episode? It's gonna be Mortis, isn't it? It's Overlords. Yep. Ah. <laughs> it's uh, uh, hey, come on. You're going all uh, oh, in on the Mortis arc. I'm surprised. You know how much I love that arc. I mean, I I, I thought I did. I guess I don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's 15, 14, and 13 for a reason. Uh, Overlords is the is the best intro to Mortis. You know, we get the daughter, we get the son, we get those great triple visions. Obi Wan's of uh, Qui Gon, um, Ahsoka's of an older version of herself, and Anakin's of Shmi. Um, which is which I think is awesome. We get the incredible power of the father and the daughter and the son coming up, um, and I think it's just a great introduction to this uh, series. And I can't praise Mortis enough for what it does as a as a as a trilogy of episodes to really underscore the nature of the Force, the nature of the dark side, the nature of the light, the nature of balance, all that kind of stuff. I love Mortis so much. Send tweet. Um, <laughs> uh, go ahead with your number 12, Jacob. My number 12 is going to be Revival. Oh, interesting. Obviously, I love Hondo. Get to see a little bit more of kind of angry, hard-edged Hondo here trying to protect his own. Obviously, yeah. Maul coming back. I know you're not a fan of that, Eli. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm mixed on it, but I, I kind of like it here. I think it works for the most part. 
uh, believe me, uh, so I made a full list of, I did a full ranking of my 137 Clone Wars episodes, including Crystal Christ, including everything. Um, and, um, I will tell you that Revival is number 40, which is not that bad. Okay. Um, and I, I really do like Revival as an episode. Like, there, there are episodes that have Maul in it that I still love. Episodes that revolve around Maul coming back, yeah, those are going to be really low. But, like, the episodes that happen to have Maul in it and and are about something else, no, I will put those as high as I please. Yeah. Um, I have um, a great amount of respect for Revival. I wouldn't put it that high, but I have a great amount of respect for it. Yeah. And then, obviously, um, you know, the amazing duel between Maul and Savage and Obi-Wan. One of Obi-Wan's greatest moments in the Clone Wars, I think. He just kind of he finally, I think he finally snaps and taps into his his full um, dueling potential, and in doing so, goes absolutely ham on uh, on Maul and Savage, um, and kind of embarrasses them both, which I think is so cool to watch. Yeah, it's 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 an incredible moment to watch. Um, do you want me to go ahead with my number twelve? Wasn't that number twelve? No, 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 you did your number 12. I need to do mine. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, my number 12, Destiny. Destiny, um, the, the penultimate episode of season six of Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Um, Yoda is, uh, you know, he's going through these trials to try and get to the netherworld of the Force. You know, the, the, the Christmas Carol parallel I made all those episodes ago with the dark side shadow of himself and the Jedi Temple Order 66 scene, uh, and, you know, the, um, the Dooku's, um, illusion with the Jedi Order being at peace. Yoda's trials are so incredibly awesome to see, and it's, it is truly one of the craziest, like, force shit episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars ever, and it's a big reason why I love this show. Uh, Destiny is is awesome, and I, I love it so much, and it's great. Yeah, pretty good episode. Pretty pretty good indeed. Um, 11. So for my number 11, I have Crisis on Naboo. Not only is this a very exciting episode, um, but I think also... You know, I have it here as a representation of this whole arc because of how it concludes this crazy deception box arc with Obi-Wan, you know, faking his death, becoming Reiko Hardin, um, yeah. going undercover. It's it's such this this whole story and especially the final episode, just everything about it, the choices that Obi-Wan makes, how Anakin responds, um, the all the intrigues surrounding that Obi-Wan um you know his his moral choices, his moral compass being tested. Um, Cad Bane, Moralo of all, everything. Um, it all kind of crescendos in this one wild, crazy plot twist-filled, emotional roller coaster of an episode. And I am absolutely here for it. Uh, I shouldn't tell you this, but um, I do love Crisis on Naboo as an episode. It's not even my favorite episode from that arc. What's your favorite? The box. Yeah, the bo- I mean the box is an incredible the episode, box but I kicks feel like ass man. Yeah. Like the box is so is yeah. so goofy and so incredibly great. Yeah, um, no, the box is amazing. Eleven, uh, I think uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna go back to a familiar episode that Jacob may have mentioned before. The Lawless. Eleven is the Lawless for me. 
Um, All right. What Jacob said about the lawless, it's it's fantastic. It is, uh, you know, we get these crescendos of both the arcs. We get the um, finishing of the Savage Mall arc, as well as the Obi-Wan Satine arc that we've seen develop for multiple seasons here. The duel between Maul and Savage and Sidious is incredible. I love I love that so much. Um, the the kick-ass nature of Obi-Wan's first meeting with Bo-Katan and how that all go goes down and the rescue mission is, is just an incredible to watch. There's there's so much heart, there's so much stuff, really, packed into this 25-minute episode. And, like, it is, it, it is truly incredible. Um, and, and, and I love that episode so much. Go ahead with, we're entering the top 10. Top number 10. My number 10 is Eli. I apologize. Um, it is Legacy of Terror. And it is kind of it is kind of a split. I'm kind of splitting this one, my number 10 spot, between Legacy of Terror and Weapons Factory. But it's mainly Legacy of Terror because I was looking back through the Clone Wars bracket that we did, gosh, over a year ago at this point. Yeah. We did that. We did, we did that with Connor. We did that with Alberto, Pris, Andrew, and, I believe, was there. Is our Andrew Gaha? Yeah. Um, that was that's a great group. We should really we should really do something with with all of them again. Maybe yeah. another I mean, bracket. We've already or something. had we we've already had Connor back on. Yeah. Um, we're banning uh, Andrew from our show because <laughs> that guy's a mess. Um, the the other two are absolutely. too hot. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I was looking back through the bracket and I noticed one glaring absence from any of the bracket. And for me, that glaring absence was the Geonosis arc. I absolutely love the Geonosis arc. Um, I think it is it is absolute peak early Clone Wars. It is peak seasons one through three. You get amazing extended battle scenes. You get so much good action. It's rough, it's gritty, but it's it's still it's still fast paced and upbeat and interesting. Um, and then kind of, and then obviously Weapons Factory. What happens with Ahsoka and Barriss? It's amazing. Their emotional journey, um, their their choice to sacrifice, and then seeing how Anakin and how Luminara respond to that. It develops everyone in question so much as a character. It really illuminates Anakin and Luminara as characters. No pun intended. And then, of course, you have Legacy of Terror when this action like arc segues into this crazy, crazy um, kind of horror-esque, creepy mystery where this episode, I think this episode might have been where I coined the term when I was looking back through my notes for the Clone Wars. I think I coined the term peeling back the layers or I started using that to, to describe the feeling of the unraveling, the slowly deepening unraveling mystery i think this episode is where i first used that and it, it really fits for this episode it is absolutely incredible the suspense is there seeing like karina the great getting some of that geonosian lore it's it's all absolutely incredible i am i think these episodes are really really underrated um and i think they're often overlooked because they're only in season two but they are really incredible sorry did i hear mid Pardon? Did I hear mid? Mid? Yep. What do you mean? That's what those arcs are. Oh, Eli! Why must you hurt me in this way? Why? 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 Oh. Why? Why did you put? But I'm I'm not. Le I'm legitimately not joking. Why did you put in your top ten 
an episode that is 130th out of 137 on my list. I don't know. I mean, I mean, we do know that Eli is uh, the, uh, the number one rule of the world is that Eli's opinions are objectively correct. So I'll have yes. to go back and one, retcon. 100%. I will retcon. As, uh, as many people, um, as many of uh, the fandom menace people can point out, my opinions are 100% objectively correct. Yes, that is 100% <laughs> true. Um, my number 10. I think people might be shocked by this, but we're going to do this anyway. Here come the pitchforks. Number 10, The Wrong Jedi. Ooh, I mean, I'm I'm surprised by how low that is for you. That that I'm not trying to give away too much, but uh, that's a little things are a little different for me. Yeah, so, no, I can I, I can understand that. The wrong Jedi, like again, it's it's not that it's not good. It's fantastic. There's just some personal stuff that I have above it. Um, you'll see it will make a lot of sense when we get further on my list. It'll make a lot of sense when we get further on my list. Um. But what can you say about this episode that hasn't already been said before? The twist at the end, um, the trial of Ahsoka Tano, it's all incredibly well done. Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter uh, act their hearts out in this episode. Um, I, I, uh, Steve Stanton does a great job as Tarkin. Yeah, um, not Ian McDermott. Uh, Ian Abercrombie um, does a great job as Palpatine in this. It's just... Everything just works. Everything just works, um, and it is it is a, it is a great fluid episode, and I I enjoy it quite a bit. All right, my number nine, Slaves of the Republic. Once again, of this entire Cadavo crazy ass slavery arc, it was hard to pick just one, but I am picking um, Slaves of the Republic. Um, as my as my centerpiece for this arc um it's really it's an incredible episode um you know seeing anakin trying to figure out his relationship with the queen as she's kind of needling him and forcing him to kind of reflect on on the republic and the jedi's relationship to the republic his relationship to the jedi his relationship to the republic you also have ahsoka rex obi-wan in there they're dealing with with uh, slavery. Um, there, you know, we get this extended soliloquy about um, from this slaver guy about how the Jedi are going to um, how how by making the Jedi enslaved peoples, they're gonna break their will. And um, I, I think that's in um, Escape from Cadavo, but whatever. Oh, that is. Yeah, that's in uh, that. You're right. Yeah, that's in the next one. But I'm whatever, slaves is still good. I mean, I mean, I intention I intentionally picked just one episode from from almost every major arc that i like um so i do yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable like smearing the lines a little bit because i think the clone yeah. wars really works better when you break it up by arc rather than by episode yeah. uh, see, i really still yeah i was gonna say see i really did it by ep episode by episode yeah because like, yeah, yeah. i ranked all 137 yeah, um, yeah so like you're gonna see like there are a bunch of arcs represented in here yeah. no I, I i still did it like like i, I i'd say it was i I'd say my, yeah. my decisions were like 85% the episode and then 15% the context yeah. of the arc Plus, as well. Plus, Slaves of the Republic, you haven't, met, you haven't uh, talked about the best yeah. thing in Slaves of the Republic. Four words, and I'll tell you it'll tell you exactly what it is. A whole new world. Yes, Anakin Don't you and dare uh, close your queen <laughs> riding, on their, uh, <laughs> riding on their flying uh, wing beast. It's, um, so, I mean, it's so incredibly, it's, 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 that's become such a meme for me. It's great. It's totally like it's one of the most unintentionally hilarious scenes in the entire show. Yeah, 
And I mean, obviously, this is an incredibly, uh, an incredibly um, heavy topic, um, and and one that I um, that I in no in no way mean to to make light of any kind of forced labor or human trafficking yeah. or slavery. But I think that this episode really really does a, a good job of of still handling that with respect um this is a, a gray arc bringing in bringing everything in and it is it is a challenging arc it is it is it, not meant to be easy to to digest by any means but but it, it it's done ex extremely well some yeah. might even say better than umbara um <laughs> whoa hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and by some i mean me anyway number nine um uh people are going this is going to be my most controversial opinion numbers nine through seven are going to be most controversial opinions of this top 15 and i'm totally willing to stand and die for this stuff but nobody should be surprised about this given an episode we recorded a few years uh, like a year ago okay number nine water war Ooh. Water war. Mon Cala frickin' Mari. That's a good one. So many great messages about leadership and this, this huge big scale battle with all your favorite characters like Anakin and Ahsoka and Padme and Kit frickin' Fisto. Uh, and and you also get some some Akbar origin stories. You get Lee Char, who is one of the greatest Star Wars characters of all time. Um, and Water War is a treat to watch and I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty great episode. Um, unfortunately, I did have to leave it off my list. Um, it used yeah. to be, I used to rank it a little bit. I used to rate it a little bit more highly. Um, but I, it's still a great episode. It's still a great arc. Um, yeah. It does a lot for for Padme. It does a lot for Kefisto. Does a lot for Lee Char, um, the Mon Calamari. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's really a fantastic arc. I yeah. I, I have no problems with it. Yeah. Uh, number eight. My number eight, Citadel Rescue. Ah, yes. I love the Citadel arc. It is amazing. Um, even though Tarkin is absolutely infuriating, it's amazing to see how Anakin and Tarkin are kind of um, simultaneously agreeing on, on more things and simultaneously finding themselves with the same mentality about the Jedi while they're also um, at the same time still, you know, jockeying for uh for power and kind of um they're kind of uh uh trying to flex who is um more favored <laughs> by the chancellor but it's an incredible episode obviously r.i.p evan pl amazing amazing funeral scene for evan pl some of the R. best PL, music yeah r.i.p to a real one some of the best music r.i.p to a real one yeah some of the best music in the entirety of the clone wars i think um obviously we see fives is uh fives is um fake demise in this episode um because he does he does come back um as we know in season seven of the clone wars thank goodness because i'm a huge fives fan um is it's just a really really good episode i love oc sobek he's a pretty convincing villain um this episode just does everything right it has the intrigue it has that um that kind of overarching incentive the narrative there with these this hyper roots it also has the personal motives, the per like all the different personal drama and emotions that are happening, all the reasons that we should be invested. Beyond that, I think it is just beautifully animated, um, and there's some great action to top it all off. Yeah. Meanwhile, let's get back to Mon Calamari. Number eight, Gungan <laughs> attack, 
hydroid freaking Medusas, the most silly, ridiculous things in Star Wars, but they're so emblematic of Star Wars, they make absolutely no sense, but I love them so much. Um, we get Jar Jar and the Gungans helping, um, the Clone Wars patting itself on the back a little bit for having a, an underwater species so close by, um, and that's fine. But we get more lessons uh, about leadership and just uh, how to lead and how to fight another day and how to be a wise leader. Um, Lead Charge journey continues. Ahsoka's journey continues. Um, Rift Hampson's a boss. I don't care what anybody says. Rift Hampson is one of the best of the separatist uh, is the best of the separatist flunky villains. One hundred percent better than Hosi, better than uh, better than Sobek, better than Morello Evol, better than frickin' Lockter, better than all of them. It's Rift Hampson's the best one. He's a frickin' shark underwater. It's all you need. Uh, I can rant more, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna hand it back to Jacob at number seven. At number seven orders. Wow, this is a heart-wrenching episode. I mean this entire arc is amazing. Um Sorry, did I? I said the 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 um the demise of fives, didn't I? Um, it for um I just realized I I made a mistake, saying the demise of fives um, in the the Citadel arc. That would actually be Echo, of course, because this is the arc about fives. I apologize. Yeah. For that mistake, we maybe can go back and edit in a little Jacob from the future thing. I don't know. Um. But in any case, I'm a huge Echo fan, and I'm an even bigger Fives fan, which is why I love this episode and this arc so much. It is absolutely incredible. Peeling back the layers 100%. Take a shot every time I say peeling back the layers. You'll Take have a shot! Good time. You'll have a good time, I promise. Or you'll have a very bad time, depending on how many times I say it. So here's hoping. Um, but, uh, you know, um, it's an incredible episode. Um, the, way the, the way the mystery unravels just the sense in this episode the sense of 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 impending doom inevitability of dread of fives's mounting desperation as he has uncovered this horrible shocking truth and yet nobody almost nobody believes him nobody wants to to help him take him seriously uncover the truth it's it's just an incredible episode you know i i really can't say enough enough about it um but it, it's incredible performance from from d bradley baker um yeah it, it's, it's just incredible okay back to moncala again number seven oh my prisoners <laughs> prisoners baby uh moncala mario so underrated again this is the lion king ascension of lee char to the throne to reclaim what was once his father's the incredibly brutal death of, of rift tamson um and and we got like major Return of the Jedi vibes in this, which you know, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. So you got, I, I gotta get, I gotta love those Return of the Jedi vibes in Moncala. Uh, the Moncala arc is freaking fantastic, and I cannot say enough about it. Go ahead with your number six. I swear I'm done with Moncala now. All right, my number six is going to be. This may be. This may be a bit surprising. Ambush. Oh my god! Six. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ambush. Jacob, number what? six. Ambush. Oh wow, okay, perfect. This is a We are both at number six hey. ambush. Holy shit. Hey. That's incredible. Is, it's not often that we uh that we agree. That is like this. Out of 137 I, episodes, wow. we happen to put the same thing in number six. Holy shit. Wow. Well, I'll That's give my incredible. spiel, and then I'll let you give your uh, your spiel as well. Um, I mean, 
and feel free to feel free to jump in. We can kind of tag team this one. I love Ambush. It's an amazing episode. I think, you know, as I said before, a lot of the Clone Wars, it, it depends on arcs. I think the arc is a better unit, the trilogy, the quadrilogy, the the little duo, no matter what it may be. Um, but in terms of perfect single episode stories, I think Ambush takes the cake. It is the perfect package. You have a great lesson, great themes. The action is there. The emotion is there. The development is there. It's Yoda and the clones. It's just a, it's the perfect little bite-sized heartwarming nugget of Clone Wars joy. And it feeds my soul so much. It's, it's, it's genuinely one of my favorite episodes. I just, yeah, I love, I love this thing. I absolutely love it. It's a perfect 20 minute Clone Wars episode. Doesn't need anything else. It just works. Yoda versus Ventress, the clones versus the droids, the smaller number versus the bigger number, you know, smaller number are we, but greater in mind. Um, and the lessons that Yoda teaches to fire Riss and Jack during this episode are just great. And I love this. I love this episode so goddamn much. It's like ridiculous. Uh, go ahead with your number five then. My number five, the Phantom Apprentice. Really? Five, opening opening it up. Incredible episode. I, I love, you know, obviously Maul and Ahsoka going at it. Maul, you know, doing his whole crazy foreshadowing thing. You gotta love that. I think Sam Witwer, um, incredibly talented, really brings so much uh, energy and, and character and depth to Maul and he is at his absolute best here, as is Ashley Eckstein as, as Ahsoka. Um, yeah, we, I know we just, we kind of just discussed this episode a, a couple weeks ago, so I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. But yeah, you know, everything I said, everything I said about it then still applies. It is it is wonderful. It is it is beautifully animated. It is tense. It is suspenseful. It is everything that you could ask for in a late Clone Wars episode. Uh, I'm going next with my number five. It's a human sign when things go wrong, but it's no sacrifice. No sacrifice. Anyway, sacrifice. My number five. Jacob already talked mm. about it earlier, but yeah, sacrifice is, is is genius. The ending with Yoda in the garden is fucking fantastic. Mark fucking Hamill is Darth Bane. Mark Hamill is Darth Bane is beautiful. Uh, and there's just so much to love about this episode. The dark grim mood while still having that whimsical weird force stuff about it yoda's psyche yoda versus sidious in that dream state and anakin versus dooku all that foreshadowing is just so incredible and i love sacrifice so much go ahead with your number four my number four victory and death You're the send-off man oh man oh man absolutely incredible um Obviously, I can't say enough good things about this episode. It is so emotional. It is heartbreaking. It is an absolute roller coaster. It is such a touching tribute to everything we love about the Clone Wars, the clones. Yeah, it's 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 just great. It really is. It really is a masterpiece. It's beautifully animated. It's emotional. Um, wrapping up Ahsoka's story in the Clone Wars. You know, Ahsoka and Rex. And their bond, obviously, we see that continued later on. But still, um, 
and and that final burial scene and then vader coming back like are you kidding me like th this episode just has so much to offer it really does yep. it's incredible number four the phantom apprentice oh yep the phantom apprentice baby it it's incredible mole and ahsoka's duel is fantastic the sense of foreboding we get through this episode as jacob was talking about for number five Whereas number five is just fantastic. Um, it's truly one of the most operatic and Shakespearean Star Wars we ever get, and it's it's beautiful for that. Maul's plan is brilliant. The execution of everything in the episode is just incredible. Uh, Bo-Katan's role in this episode is awesome. There's so much to love about this episode. Um, number three, Jacob. Top three. Here we go. Number three, Eli. I'm sorry. Carnage of... Krell. I cannot get enough of this episode, this arc, just the most convincing, comprehensive, deep dive into the clones that we get in all of the Clone Wars. And I am absolutely, absolutely 100% in love with this episode. And this whole arc for that matter. I mean, Krell, I think he's a, he's a great villain, even though we hate, we hate Pong Krell. Um, Pongrel is not welcome here. Pongrel's um, not that's welcome. That's what makes Pongre him. At Pongrel stands, get away from here. Get away from <laughs> that's here. That's what makes you, him. Yeah, look, you photo bombed us at celebration. Pongrel stands photo bombed us at celebration. <laughs> like seriously, they took a picture of the Bombad Cast meetup and claimed we were Pongrel stands. Let me be clear to everybody: we are not Pongrel stands here in the galaxy. We are not. We do not stand Pongrel. We we reject the heinous words of Pongrel stand. Uh, they're not welcome <laughs> in this space, and we hate them. So, yeah, that's our official mess, uh, stance, stance on Pong Crawl stands. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, as you yeah. can tell, we're not we're not big fans of Pong Crawl. Um, but yeah. but again, that that is what makes him such a great villain. The fact that he just he he inflicts so much pain on the viewer, and that is that is the the, the biggest thing I can say about this episode: pain. Um, obviously with yeah. what happens with Waxer, it's tragic, you know, pitting the clones against each other, um, hard cases, sacrifice, yeah. um, the decision with, uh, with Rex and fives, um, decision not to execute them. It is all, it is all so amazing. Um, and, and I really love just getting to kind of, like I said, take a deep dive into the clones, their, their journey. Um, their emotions, what it's like for them, what they, how they feel about the war, what they go through and what they deal with. And then to top it all off, you know, I think it's, it's a visually stunning episode. It's gorgeous. The action is amazing. The animation is, is jaw dropping. Mid. <laughs> Eli, Eli, you, uh, I, I know you're not it's, as big a fan it, of this. It is. It, I think it's 101 on my list. Yeah. I remember we, um, we, we had a, we had Ness on, right? For um, yep. I mean Ness on, and uh, that was pretty much um them and me talking about this art, and gushing about it for two hours, and you were kind of just sitting there, like, just just popping in of it one uh, every every so often. Gosh, yeah, just, that was that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Oh, it was it was one of the best episodes we've ever done in a galaxy. Yeah, 100%. that was that was a fun one. Though. Uh, number three, number three. I think this is where I might like get Jacob a little upset with me, but here we go. Shattered. Ooh. Shattered is one of the greatest episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars ever. Um, the Order 66 build-up, the Order 66 
aftermath, Rex turning against Ahsoka, those emotional moments of Ahsoka having to fend for herself, not trying to kill any clones, and doing what a real Jedi should do. Um, Ahsoka trying to survive after the devastating effects of Order 66 on her friends, on her brothers, on her family, is one of the most devastating things in this series, and it's incredible. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh... Jacob, go ahead with your number two, I guess. Number two, The Wrong Jedi. The conclusion of Ahsoka's time with the Jedi Order. Once again, there's only one thing to say about this episode, really, and that is pain. pain. But this episode is just as painful as it is. It is the culmination of so much of Ahsoka's development and and maturing, maturation during the Clone Wars finding herself as a Jedi, as a leader, as a person, um, who she wants to be, where she wants to be in the, the world or the galaxy, I guess. Um, and, and that leads up to her, you know, taking, taking her destiny in her own hands, um, choosing not to rejoin um, the Jedi Order um, and, and choosing to, you know, strike out on her own and um, make her own way despite having never really known a life outside of the Jedi Order because she feels so strongly that that is uh, what she needs to do and that she no longer has a place in the Jedi. Um, and then obviously, you know, we get Ventress coming back. The Barris betrayal is, is heart-wrenching. Um, Anakin's passion comes through the screen so well in this episode. You know, his, um, his uh, uh, care and protectiveness and um, righteous fury for his, his uh, wrongly accused apprentice. Um, gosh, I mean, I mean, this episode. Wow, I, I, I'm just gonna let it speak for itself. Honestly, everyone here has probably, probably watched it. Um, so you, you guys know the deal. <laughs> Number two, victory and death. Ooh. The helmet in the snow is a scene in this in this episode. Okay, Jacob, what's your number one? No, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> That's all really all just the but but the Y-Wing action sequence following is one of the greatest action sequences in the Clone Wars. Um, seeing the betrayal on Jesse, the cold hard betrayal on what was a caring and and, and kind-hearted uh, clone trooper is just heartbreaking. The burying the dead, the flash forward is one of my favorite things in all of Star Wars. It's so extremely my shit as an episode. Um, I don't need to talk more about uh, victory and death. Uh, go ahead, number one. I think I know what your number one is going to be. Number now. one, Shattered. Yeah. Order 66 in the Clone Wars. I mean, I, I don't even know what I need to say. This episode is absolutely incredible. The music is 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 absolutely jaw-dropping for starters. The animation is gorgeous. Ahsoka and Rex and their rapport and their conversation before Order 66 is amazing. The way that... Just the way that this episode builds up to order 66 it is so fantastic it is it is so well done the way every other sound effect almost it kind of just drops out as the music takes over leading up to the moment ahsoka her vision with anakin we have maul's story interwoven there i'm i'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now it is so so phenomenal it is, I, I, there is really no other episode. As hard as this list was, there is no other episode I could have put at number one other than Shattered. 
You know what gives me goosebumps? What? That you didn't put the best episode of The Clone Wars in your top 15. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm excited to hear what this is. The Deserter! Oh, the Deserter! I, the Deserter is the greatest episode of any Star Wars TV show ever made, period, ever. The Deserter is is incredible. You all know about my love for the Deserter. Check out our episode of Lesson of Choice if you don't know about my love for the Deserter. That episode is is the most poignant and beautiful thing ever. Um, and it, it's great. It speaks for itself. The Deserter is awesome. I love it so much. It's great. It's it's such an amazing episode. I think I think you're absolutely right. I think I think at its absolute core, what all of Star Wars is about, what it really is about, is choices. Yep. And the power of choices. I'm thinking everything, you know, the originals, the prequels, the sequels, Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, um, Battlefront 2, the KOTOR, everything, I think, is all about choices. Um, and, yep. uh Everything's about choices. I think this is, this is one of the very best um, in terms of yeah. talking about the choices we have and not just saying oh you have a choice but you know really diving into what does that mean the choice the choice to fight the choice to like obviously a lot of stars is about the choice to fight but what about the choice not to fight you know and and it dives into the the clones in a, in a similar way to um to carnage of corral dare i say it um you know it dives into their psyche their feelings so yeah i yeah. I, I have to give this episode an honorable mention as well um, because it's really incredible. Yeah, do you have any yeah. honorable mentions? Um, I can uh, tell you the, the five I have below. Um, shoot, give me a second. I can tell you the five uh, quickly, I, the five I have below um, uh, 15. Uh, the five I have below are 20, Old Friends Not Forgotten, 19, Rookies, 18, Massacre, 17, A Sunny Day in the Void, and barely missing out on the top 15. 16 is Dangerous Debt. So, um, mm. those are the five I have below. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't tolerate any room for, for mid-episodes like Carnage of Krell <laughs> into my list. Uh, no, I'm joking. Oh, uh, <laughs> anyway, go, go ahead. What, uh, do you have any honorable mentions? I didn't really, this was kind of an idea I thought of as I was going through my episodes, and I was like, man, I should have th thought of some honorable mentions. So, you know, off the top of my head, I think rookies, arc troopers, um, destroy malevolence, or um, no, rising malevolence, the one with Plo Koon and his clone troopers, rising malevolence. Um, gosh. Um, the deserter, maybe? Yeah, the deserter, hostage crisis. <laughs> Um, Voyage of Temptation, no, not Voyage of Temptation, actually. Um, the Gathering. The Gathering. Um, those are all ones that I think. Fantastic. Are some of my, um, some of my honorable I was like, mentions. where's the Gathering in my list? Wait, where is the Gathering in my list? I'm going to be honest, though. Holy shit, that's low. I think I could give an honorable mention to every single episode of The Clone Wars. Because yeah, I, 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 I think am, I could, too. I am so incredibly grateful for this show, what it did for the except for, except for Duel of the Droids and Downfall of the Droids. Those genuinely yeah. suck. We're not going to talk about those ones. We're not going to um, talk about those ones. What it did for um, our show, obviously our podcast. I feel like we're now, Eli, we're now going to be in uncharted waters. Now that we're uncharted freaking waters, so excited. Um, but I, I, yeah, I couldn't be more excited at the same time. Um, 
Yeah, it, it it's it. Uh, the Clone Wars is an incredible show. It's my personal favorite Star Wars show, uh, and it, and it gave us seven seasons of great content. Speaking of that content, you want to get to our tier list? Yes, and I want to say, I previously said that Rebels was my favorite show. Yes, I have to amend that now, even though I already love the Clone Wars. I now have two favorite shows that I refuse to decide between which one is better. Yeah. Because for me, you absolutely cannot choose between Rebels and Clone Wars. They are so uniquely magnificent in their own ways. Yeah. I, I will say this. Rebels, I'm rewatching it for my for some of my own stuff right now. It is a truly incredible show. It slips down to number three for me for a really weird niche reason. Because I already have a number two, and it's not it's not beating my number two, even though the number two's only had three episodes out of it. Yes, I'm talking about Kenobi. Um, yes, I think Ken Kenobi's three episodes are already better than Rebels seventy eight. Not a date disc to Rebels, just in just a sample of how great I think Kenobi is. Um, uh, but uh, what am I gonna say? Uh, but no, I'm excited when we get eventually get to Rebels. I'm excited when we get to Kenobi. I'm excited to, for this Dark Times era. But let's get to this tier list. Don't, what don't you think? Let's get it. Yeah. Can you can you okay. share it? Can you share the screen? Sure, I will share the screen. Here we go. Um. So Ahsoka framed. Ahsoka framed. So then this we gotta is go the, S. Uh, yeah, this is an S tier. I agree. Um. um easy, five, easy. Easy. Easy money. Um. Ahsoka lost, so we're looking at Trandosha Kashyyyk stuff. Oh, so this is the is this the end of season four? End of season hunt, three. End of season end three. Does yeah. so this is when yeah. Ahsoka gets captured by Trandoshans and she and the other Padawans have to team up on not Vastic? What is it? The, the uh, moon of Trandosha. Yeah, Trandosha. Um, I, I would give this a a B or a, a C. I'd say I go with it's, C. Oh, yeah, we can go with C. It's 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 all right. It's, it's, it's not good. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ambush, and I'm going to include supply lines in here. Ambush and supply lines. Which one's supply lines? Oh, I, lo I love uh, supply I'm, lines. I'm, I'm going to die. Um, I'm oh, going to say you know, at the minimum A, maybe S if yeah. you put I, I would say enough. S. I think S is. Okay. I don't or, know. Or a, a, actually. I'm, my, what do you my, think? A or S? If it was just ambush, it would be automatically S. Supply lines might bump it down to A yeah, a little I, bit. I'll put it at A. It's, it's really yeah. great. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, The man, bad! Yeah. Can I interrupt you for a sec? Yeah. I regret to say that there is one massive oversight that I just realized. What? I did not talk at all about the Ryloth arc. Honorable mention of the Ryloth arc. We, I love that we, thing. we, we will get there. We will yeah, get, we'll get there that. on this tier list. Um, the Bad Batch. Season seven. I would give this, if it were up to me, I would honestly give this a B. I was actually thinking B myself, yeah. All right, B it is. Onderon Rebels. Mm. Uh, my gut instinct is A because I love this arc. I would give um, it a B, but if you want to put it in A, I can I can deal with that. Think A. Blue Shadow Iris. Yes, 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 yes. They're all gonna die. Oh my gosh! I remember what was it, Doctor Doctor New Doctor Vindy. Doctor Vindy. We had we had to watch. We got this our own COVID in. Star Wars arc. Yeah, and we had to watch this in 2022. So 20 we we had to watch this in 2020 as well. Yeah, so this was this was right when COVID was first. And, uh, no, it was, was so pain. you know actually you know here here's when it was. It was actually in December 
when the first, like, when, like, the worst COVID surge was happening. Like, before Delta, yeah. before, like, of the original variant, that was when it was happening. We had to watch this. Hit a little too close to home. Yeah. E? <laughs> mm. On the optimistic yeah, side? I think it's, it's D. Or it's not great. I think it's C, honestly, but uh, now we can put it in D. It's it's. Uh, it's honestly not great. I have a soft spot for it, but it's objectively not amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, objectively in your opinion. But, uh, Boba Fett's Revenge. So we're looking at Death Trap, R2 Come Home, and Lethal Trackdown. So this is the end of season two, right? Yep. Mm. G? Mm-hmm. I would say C. I, I'm not oh, I don't think I can put that at C. Fan of this arc. Oh, I have a nostalgia for this. Like you have a nostalgia for Blue Shadow. I think I, I got to put this at okay. B. We can do it for B. Yeah, yeah. Lethal Trackdown is just too good. Bombad yeah. Jedi. So here's the thing. Um, so this is weird. It's split up like this, but I'm gonna do this. So Bombad Jedi, Lair of you see Lair of Grievous right here, and then you see um, Cloak of Darkness. I think those three should be part of the same arc because they are but they put them separately on this tier list for some reason. So I'm going to rank them all. Like, let's let's decide for the arc and rank them all wherever we put them. Which I think should be either C or D for Bombad, Jedi, Cloak of Darkness, and Lair of Grievous. C, actually. I think it should be C because Lair of Grievous is incredible. Bombad, Jedi is okay. And Cloak of Darkness is meh, in my opinion. I have a soft spot for Bombad, Jedi, but yeah, we can put this as C. That's fine. So Bombad, um, Cloak of Darkness, and Lair... All at yeah. C. Bounty are, Hunters. Yeah, you gotta move those to oh, C. Oh, shit. Good point. Just Thank you. Um, Bounty, Bounty Hunters. Bounty Hunters. So which one is Bounty? This is the one where they're on... This is um, Felucia. It's the Nicilla mark where the, uh, the, Nicilla. the pirates no, it's, are stealing it's, an it's just one episode, but yeah. Yeah. The pirates are stealing the Nicilla and Obi-Wan yeah. has to team up with... Obi-Wan and Anakin, they team up with the Bounty Hunters to... Yeah, Seven like Samurai. A C. That's right in the middle. Oh, Sorry. You you wound me, but uh, because I was gonna put it at A because I have a soft right. spot for this episode. But uh, let's let's go C. Are you sure you uh, don't want to do B? Let's, let's, let's do B. Let's do let's do B. Let's do B. Let's do B. Battle of Christophsis. So I heard. Mm. So I saw from this tier list, it's specifically talking about Cat and Mouse, Hidden Enemy, and the Christophsis part of the movie. Ooh. Which I'd say would be C probably. Mm. Maybe oh, B or man, C. I wanted to put it at A. Can we do B uh, for that one? Yeah, I think B. it's a great. I think when you put it all together, it's pretty great. I know. I know the movie's yeah. not the most popular, but yeah, I think it's well, pretty good. I think we'll, we'll get to this soon, soon, but the part I don't like about the movie is actually the other part. Um, really? Like, I'm perfectly fine with Christophsis. I think Christophsis is good. I don't think it's great, but I think it's good. Um, uh, the Citadel. Ooh, I would give that S- a. A, A, sorry, I meant A, I meant A. Yeah, A. I think we, yeah. I think we can give that an A, yeah. A, that's, yeah it's not absolutely. as good as the Ahsoka frame, but I think it's on par. Oh, with... yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's great arc, it's not an incredible arc. Yeah. Um, Clovis returns in season six. Oh man, I like this arc a lot. I think it does a lot for Padme. Um, we get to see a lot of her in action. I, I would give this an A. It's between A and B for me. I think B. Uh, okay, we can do B if you want. Yeah, I'm fine with that. D Squad. Um, Ooh, if it was D-Squad. up to me, I'd put this in probably A. Honestly, I think B. I would. I would. I would say oh. it would. Be, I would say C if it were myself, but. I think we can uh, yeah, split let's, we it and call it B. D Squad and B is putting me in pain just because of how great Sunny Day in the Void and Missing in Action are. Sunny Day in the Void is a hilarious episode, objectively. <laughs> no, Sunny in the Void is one of the deepest episodes. Sunny Day in the Void is one of the deepest episodes to start with the Clone Wars. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Eve Kolf Rescue the Zerters of Grievous Intrigue Deserter. I mean, I know we're not going to put this at, um, at, uh... I could put this at S, honestly. We're A. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I don't, I know we're not gonna put this at S, but I'd put it at S myself. Alright, I think... D yes. Deserter is S tier episode. Uh, Domino actually, Squad. I think, I think A, actually, I think. What do you think? <laughs> I feel like it's Fine, not I'll quite put it at that a. level. I'll put it at A. Only Grievous Intrigue is because it's an A. And Grievous Intrigue is a great episode, but, but like, Deserter is S tier. Anyway. Um, Domino Squad. So we're looking at clone troop, clone cadets, rookies, and arc troopers. A, clone cadets, rookies, arc troopers. Clone cadets. Yeah, I'll go with A for that one. I, I like it. I like what it does for the clones. Absolutely. I think both, all three of those episodes are great. I think rookies the best of all of them. But I think arc troopers and clone cadets are great as well. Um, Dooku captured. Dooku I, captured. I dare you to put Ooh, this, this higher the... than D. I dare you to put this higher than D. Oh man, I was yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Um, this is D at absolute best. I was gonna say B, honestly, but I mean, I I'm a I'm kind of a fan of Obi Wan and and Dooku and Anakin having to team up, but I mean. Yeah, I, th I think we can we can put it at D. It's it's not the it's yeah. not the strongest. It's a clunker for me. Yeah. Duel the droids. F. F. Duel the droids is Bruno. We don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. What of a clunker of the narc. Five's conspiracy. Oh man, I w I would say S tier. You know, if if here's my thing. If deserter's not going up at S. Then fives has to be an A. Mm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, put it at A. Uh, Geonos is brain invaders, so the. Ooh, I mean, I would say S tier, and... but I know you're gonna disagree. Also, I I want to mix it in with Senate Spy because it goes in. I would have to say because here's the thing. Here's my compromise. Okay. Okay. There is part of this arcs that I really do appreciate. It also has brain invaders in it. So yeah. can we put it at B? Sure. We can put it at we can put it at B. Yeah. Holocron Heist. Cad Bane goes in, skills Holocron. C? Um. I I think we could put it at Holocron Heist. I have a soft spot for this one, but uh, 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 Compared to the other ones, it might not be the strongest. So, yeah, I think we could say C. Yeah. Jedi Crash. Ooh. That's C I or would D. say B. What? Uh, I was saying that's C or D. Um, yeah, I think we could put it at C because I was going to say B. Yeah. I mean, it's a good it's a good arc, but it's not the, yeah. um, it's not so the most spectacular. Here's, here's what we're going to do. So, we're going to. So, this says Lethal Trackdown, which is an episode of Boba Fett's Revenge. But I realize what it should be. Oh, actually, wait. Is there a mistake? Yeah. There, there, there's a bit of a mistake here. So here's what this is going to be, okay? This is going to be the episode. This is going to represent the episode Bounty. Hmm. Okay. Um. If you remember the one on Quartzite with the um with the what are they called the the Kagi warriors? Tell me, with, tell me more about that. Which is the, oh, with yeah, the it's it's a, it's a the train, the train heist. The train heist. Think of it. 
we're gonna we're gonna put this into episode notes, but Lethal Trackdown represents Bounty, which is the train heist episode, because it's not in here for some reason. Don't ask. It's just not in here. Alright. Um, um I mean I like that episode. I love um I love how Asajj Ventress we see a different side we see a different side of Asajj Ventress. Yeah, absolutely. Um Yeah, I would say B. I would say B for this as well. Yeah, B right. was exactly what I was thinking. Lightsaber lost. Ooh. Which which one is this? Uh, this is the one with Terra Sanube and where Ahsoka loses her lightsaber and they have to do that whole they have to do that whole chase where they have to go through like four different people before they finally find Ahsoka's lightsaber. Oh yeah, it's Ahsoka searching for a lightsaber in season one. Yes, yes, yes. Um season two, but yeah. Oh, it's season two. Wow. It's season two, yeah. Um I would say D. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of this arc. I was gonna go DRF myself, so yeah, D. Yeah, we know D. Malevolence. Ooh, the malevolence arc. You already know I'm a fan of this one. I would say A yeah. if it were up to me. What would you think? I'm gonna notch it down to B. All right, that's fine. It's in good. It's in good company. Yeah. It's in good um, company there. Corruption on Mandalore. So we're looking at corruption and the academy. Corruption in the Academy. This is the season two Mandalore. Three. Season three. Three Mandalore. This is it's an kind aggressively. Of funny. Like... Oh, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, I was gonna say this is an aggressively okay arc for me. So I was gonna go see. Mm, yeah, I feel. I feel like it's it's hard to it's hard to keep them, it's hard to keep them all straight in my uh, in my head, because um, I feel like every season, except for season one, every season has, they have their mall arc. They have their Mandalore starts, arc. They have their Maul arc, and they have their Mandalore arc. Yeah. And then it's business as usual. Yep. So it's a little bit hard to keep them straight sometimes. Um, this is yeah, the one where say, they poison yeah. the tea. Yeah, that's fine. That's not amazing. It's, a, it's an aggressively okay arc. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Mandalore plot. So the original ones with Pre-Vizsla. Um, mm, which season is this? Season two. Uh, this is Voyage Ooh, of Temptation, first... Duchess of Mandalore, all that kind of stuff. Man, um, I would say this is like C or B. I was gonna go with C or B. I think B. Yeah, we can go with maybe C. I don't know. Okay, C. I think yeah, C sure. is a little better. I mean, I I like Voyage of Temptation, but the rest of it, yeah, yeah. it's it's Mandalore uh, plot's good. Mandalore plot's good. Yeah, uh, I like Mandalore plot a lot. The Martez sisters. Ahsoka's walkabout. Mm, I would I would put this at a, a B or C personally. I, I like it and my opinion has improved of it, but compared to a lot of other arcs, I don't think it is the best of the Clone Wars. I think if so, I think so it, are we doing, it's a, so, a solid arc, but it's not the best. Because in my opinion, I'd put this at A. Right, so are we doing B? I think B should be it. Yeah. I think uh, I think B is a good a good ranking. I yeah. think that puts it with them with a good company. Maul conquers Mandalore. I mean, I think this has got to be S, right? Maul conquers Mandalore. No, which which episodes exactly are these? This is the uh, season. Eminence, Shades of Reason, and the Lawless. Mm, yeah, this could be S. I think that yeah, could be S. I think it's S. Which season um, is that? Five. Five. Yeah, yeah. These ones are. You know what actually comes right after that? Ahsoka framed. <laughs> <laughs> Those um, ones go crazy. Uh, Maul's resurrection. 
I mean, mm. you know where I'd put it if I had my... I know you'd put it in F. I would put it in F, 100%. I would have said A. So, do I go with C? C, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> Battle, of B- Battle of Moncala. Battle of Moncala. Ooh. I, I can give this Careful. an A or a B, I think. I, okay, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm fine with A. I'm fine with A. I was I'd give it an S if I were if I were in charge of this list alone, but that's fine. I'm fine with A. Mortis. I dare you. I dare Mortis. you. Mortis. If it were up to me, I would have said C. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Oh my god, that makes me physically ill. I know you. I know you would have put it much higher up. <laughs> um, so we're going A. Yeah, I think I think A is good. A is the lowest I can stomach that. Yeah. Uh, right. Massacre. Careful. Oof. Massacre. Very careful. Um, the, the, you know, Grievous sweeps in. He kind of destroys the Night Sisters' lives. The most batshit crazy reason. episode of the Clone Wars ever. Um, I love it so much. I would give that like a B, perhaps. Can I stomach put it? This is a B. Yeah, I think I can. I can do that. Yeah. I'd put it at S, probably A, though, but, um, I'd probably put it A, but I can do... Night Sisters, so that's Night Sisters, uh, Monster, Witches of the Mist. So this, this is, is the, when they, this is when they're kind of choosing, end of season Savage. four, they're this kind is, of choosing Savage uh, to be... Season three, season three, yeah. sorry, yeah, season three. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say, like, B or C, probably. I was gonna say B, myself, yeah. Yeah, we put a B, yeah. Nomad Droids, I'm including Mercy Mission in this. This is uh, B. This is B. Really? I, I the batshit crazy energy of this, the like, this is this is Clone Wars on edibles. Yeah, no, definitely B. Uh, I mean, are they this? good? No. Are they crazy? Yes. Sure, we can go see. Okay. But I want it to be known that I love No Androids just because of how crazy it is. Mm-hmm. Undercover Obi Wan. A. I think we got to do it. We got to do A. Yeah, I think so. It's a. Tremendous. I, I I could even put it at S, but I think A is a great spot for it. There's no way we're putting Obi Wan undercover at A, but uh, we're at S, but leaving uh, the deserter at A. Um, <laughs> I'm preventing that from happening. Or Mortis at A. That's just that's just heinous. Okay. Um, pursuit of peace and heroes on both sides. The political arc. Oh, this, this is the one screams... where they go behind enemy lines. They go into separatist territory. They meet Mina Bon Terry. The five million clone troopers bill. This screams B to me. Yeah, solidly B. It's very good, but yeah. Rescuing Rod of the Hut. This is like the back half of the Clone Wars movie. B. I, I I'm a, I'm actually kind of a fan of it. I, I have to admit, it's my uh, my dirty little Clone Wars secret. <laughs> but, Jacob, um, I'm sorry. I'm putting this in C. Okay, I could. I put this in. I put this in D or F. If okay, I, yeah. I, I think um, C is a good... Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The liberation, liberation of, of Ryloth. I would have given it an A. I can go with B for this. Okay, yeah. I think B is B is good. It's a great, great arc. Um, Senate murders. This is D or F. Mm, yeah, I think D. Yeah, this is D. Um, Siege of Mandalore. I dare you. I dare you to put this below S. Yeah, Siege of Mandalore. Mandalore. Siege of Mandalore is S. 
Sphere of Influence, I have a soft spot for it, but, um... I what don't... happens in Sphere of... This is the Baron, Baron Papanoida. This is the Baron Papanoida episode. His daughters are kidnapped. Awesome. Love this episode. Mm. They go back to Shocker Tatooine. Um, uh, I would go with, like, a D or a, a oh, C for this. dear lord. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'll put this at C, maybe. I put it at B or A, but, like, I have a soft spot for this episode, but, yeah. Okay, C, fine. The Disappeared. Disappeared with the Bardottons. The Bardottons. Disappeared, ooh. Mm, I'd say B or C. Fine, we'll put it at B. I was gonna put A, but, yeah, we'll put it at B. Trespass! Trespass. B to B. Yeah, that's a B. It's it's very underrated, but I can't put it it's any higher great. personally. It's awesome. Um, but yeah. Um we're putting a bar at B, right? Cause you know where you'd put it, and I know where you'd put it, and you know where I'd put it. You'd really put it at I'd put it at S, you'd really put it at D? Yes. Yes, I really? would. Really? Okay. I, I I really I really would. Uh okay. The Yoda's Journey, Mystery of Cyphodias. I think we have to have an obligation to put this in S, don't we? Mm, I think I think A. Actually, Yoda's Journey, Cyphodias. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can put it S. Yeah, weird force shit rules, man. Um, weird force shit does rule. Uh, younglings, Gathering Arc. Mm. I'm being optimistic when I say B. I'm being yeah, optimistic I, I, we can when put I say this at B. B. The Zillow Beast. Mm, C. I'm not a huge fan of this. Oh no, we gotta put this at B. B. Uh. Okay, we can put it at B if you uh, really feel B or strongly C, about it. B uh, Yeah, I gotta put it. Uh, the the escape of Zero the Hut. So that's um that's uh hostage crisis, evil plans, and uh evil plans, hostage crisis, and hunt for Zero. If it were up to me, it would be in B because of the batshit crazy energy of uh, Hunt for Zero um, mm. and also how great Hostage Crisis is, but I understand if it's lower for you. If we have to put this at C, we have to put this at C. Uh, I, I, yeah, we can put it at C, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I don't um, Zygeria? Ooh, A. Yeah, I was gonna say A as well. Yeah. All right. That's There's that's a tier list. list. That's a tier list right there. We're gonna publish this on our uh, in the galaxy tier maker account. Um, just to recap, we got four only four at S: Ahsoka framed, Maul conquers Mandalore, Siege, and Mystery of Sifo-Dyas Yonage Journey. What do you think is the best call on this list, and what do you think is the worst call on this list, Jacob? I think as, everything. As I think everything in S tier pretty much deserves to be there. Happy to see Ambush up as well. Five's Conspiracy, I would have liked to put at. I would have liked to put at S. I think the worst call for me, it's got to be, um, it's got to be, uh, what do you call it? Um, the Battle of Umbara. I really think that deserves S tier. But then again, you know what they say? A good compromise leaves everybody mad. So yes, I will have to live absolutely. with it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, I'm glad we put uh, Yoda's Journey up at S. I think that's a good call. Um, I'm glad that Moncala is up at A, uh, even though I might put it up at S. Um, Mortis being an A is shameful. Uh, 
Mortis being in A is shameful. Massacre being in, in B is shameful. Martez Sisters being in B is shameful. <laughs> Actually, Battle of Umbara being in B is shameful, because it should be a lot lower than that. Uh, I, I, I'm very glad that we put Duel of the Droids in F, because that arc just doesn't work. No offense to Duel of the Droids, it just doesn't work. It's just a little too goofy. Not the right ways. Um... Like, it's goofy in, in the way that the that, that Nomad Droids... Like, Nomad Droids is goofy in the way Duel of the Droids never got to be. Mm, um, yeah. Also, D-Squad and B is terrible. Wow, what the hell? Holy crap. Uh, just, based on, just, ba- just based on Sunny Day in the Void alone, it should be in, like, at least A, I think. But okay. Um, no, that's, that's, our, that's, our, that's our compromises for you. We, we're very rarely happy completely with all the stuff we do but we we have our fun we we um star war i'm gonna just uh in a galaxy star the clone wars tier list i'm just gonna leave a note uh lethal trackdown in this list equals bounty um and that's in our i believe it's in our b tier is bounty in our b tier yeah it is um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode of Star Wars in a Galaxy. Next week, we're not exactly sure what we have planned. We might be off next week. Um, we are getting prepared for our epic confrontation this month. Um, Jacob, unfortunately, is not going to be able to be there, even though he's going to write some questions for it. Um, but we're going to have... Alden Diaz versus Michael McCoy, hosted by myself, and I'm pretty sure it'll be Mr. Reed Devaney of uh, the Babble Bubble uh, hosting it with me. Uh, so thanks to Reed for agreeing to do that, uh, and I'm uh, I'm very excited for that. That's gonna release I think later this month, probably end of this month. We're gonna record in a few weeks, release uh, release the end of this month. Um, and I. Uh, you got anything else to say, Jacob? Should I wrap it up? No. Thank you, Clone Wars. Thank you, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Farewell. Uh, farewell, Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, follow us on Twitter at In a Galaxy Pod, Instagram at Star Wars In a Galaxy. Listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, uh, speaking of listens, thank you so much for 10,000 listens. That's an. It's an. Un- oh, it's, yeah. It's an Absolutely unthinkable incredible. number. It's it's. Uh, I freaked out when I saw it. Uh, we've only grown uh, since that announcement was made. We are now at ten thousand one hundred fifty three, which is insane. It's unreal. Thank you so much. We really appreciate every listen we get. Um, uh, email us at is at swnagalaxy at gmail dot com. Um, but really, in the meantime, uh, may the force be with you. Always.